But I mean, like, in all honesty, if you don't like apples, you kind of need to be punched in your eye hole. Right, and, like, this is the season to be nomming on apples. Like, honey, I mean, okay, so, like, honey crisps are no longer, like, just something that you can get during the autumn. Like, it used to be that every year I would have my first honey crisp of the season, and I would be like, it's my first honey crisp of the season! I would, like, literally take a picture of me taking a bite out of it and post it to Instagram, because I was that terrible of a human being. <laughs> But, like, you can get them all year now, but, like, literally the best ones are the ones from uh, Washington, because Washington does make the best apples. But, fun fact, Honeycrisp apples are genetically modified. They are a GMO. F you, all you GMO haters. Because, um, I'm sorry, GMOs are wonderful things, because it, I mean... Without GMOs, we wouldn't have Honeycrisp apples, and Honeycrisp apples are delicious. So genetically modified foods just mean foods that have their genetic materials spliced, and like bananas are GMOs, because bananas we have today are not the same bananas they had a long time ago. Like a lot of the times, like they do, like there's some GMOs that like they have done wrong. Like they are, they are frankenfruit, not gonna lie, like I'm... <laughs> It's like the tomato that's going to bite back. Arr, arr, arr. It is not something you want on your Thanksgiving table. Which we're talking about today. <laughs> like how I did that. I but did. I will warn our listeners ahead of time. The reason why we were talking about apples is because I am eating an apple right now. Um, and apples make me burp. Like a lot. I know that we just talked about talking over each other, but I'm going to interrupt because... Um... I understand that apples make you burp. I'm just wondering who you are. Why you want to know? Who's asking? Well, we are on a podcast. I mean, that's it's true. nice and to introduce ourselves. That's true. And I am Rin. And I'm Tammy. And this is... I love a good rabbit hole. Dun, dun, dun! Carry on with the GMO speech. Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. Hey, we're only two and a half minutes in and we've introduced I ourselves. I think that's better than the one where we were like 13 minutes I in. I know, right? <laughs> like, I mean, we're doing better there. Mm-hmm. Um, also, another fun fact about apples, that eating an apple in the morning wakes you up better than a cup of coffee. Which also, fun fact, it is 2.24 uh, Central Time and I'm drinking a cup of coffee in a mug that my mother-in-law bought me. And I can say that because she'll probably never listen to this podcast. Actually, I hope she never listens to this podcast because I say fuck <laughs> way too much. And while I know she knows I say fuck, I don't think I need her to hear that. Lynette, you're a great mother-in-law. <laughs> However, I don't know if I should... Should we end it or begin it with my tradition? Maybe we should end it so that way we can keep the listener through the whole thing. Okay, yeah. yeah. We're going to do that. That sounds like a plan. <laughs> See now they're now they're now they're just gonna wait for with bated breath of like what's gonna happen. Either that or they're gonna fast forward and go through and be like, okay, now I need to know what Rin's Thanksgiving tradition is. And they're Which, gonna be like, oh my god, what? And then they're gonna be like, why did I do that? Somebody's cooking something and my smoke detectors just went off. I am so sorry. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's like that's like that's Thanksgiving gone wrong. Oh, yeah, except it's not Thanksgiving in this house yet. We just have very sensitive smoke detectors. Oh, I know. Every time Mark makes bacon, smoke alarms go off in our house. 
Yeah, see, okay, that's understandable, because bacon actually puts off a lot of smoke, even if you're using your air vent, but, like, if we cook a pizza in the oven... Our air that- vent just revents into the house. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, ours it's is just joking. extremely sensitive. But yes, that, that would be a Thanksgiving nightmare, having the smoke detectors go off, which and a lot of people have done. fire show up. Yeah. And- you know. I always I always loved visiting people's houses on Thanksgiving Day because I would always volunteer at the fire department for Thanksgiving. Right. Like, you know, other people have families. I'm a single woman. There's no reason for me to... I'm like, no, I, I will totally take this shift. And so I would have worked every single holiday and like Thanksgiving... Man, some of the stuff you find on Thanksgiving Day is a firefighter going to mm-hmm. other people's houses. I would like to preface, preface and this... And this, this include on this that she hasn't always been a single woman and she is not currently a single woman she does have a boyfriend um but there have been points of time in her life that she has been single yeah that's why i said i was a single woman no you Wait, said i am a single oh, I woman. am a single woman yeah sorry my bad yeah maybe like, you should think about getting a bigger ring to remind me <laughs> be like uh, can we upgrade this? I, I need something a little bit shinier because yeah. uh, it's 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 not quite eye catchy enough. Maybe I don't know. Maybe like a bigger, like well, since your birthday's in October, a bigger opal, like yeah. a nice a fire opal, so it's like extra sparkly. That's never gonna happen. But however, he did not do what I told him to do for your birthday, so I get to do it for Christmas. So I'm stoked. Okay, but you have to admit, that cape is pretty freaking awesome, and it finally just turned cold here in Oregon, so I am all about wearing it every day. I know, but now I have the perfect Christmas present, so thank you, Matt. Um, <laughs> I appreciate that you did not take my Christmas idea for your birthday idea. So, good job on the cape. Thumbs up. I won't have to like put thumb screws on your body, um, but now I have a great Christmas present idea for her. So, on your body. Woo-hoo! Like, like you're going to use the thumb screws anywhere else besides his thumbs. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to like thumb screw his. Okay, sh- I'm going to oh, thumb screw okay. his shoulder blades. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. His turkey giblets. <laughs> okay, so today we are talking about turkey slash Thanksgiving slash holiday mishaps. Right. You know, that time when you all gather together with your family and you sit around a table and you eat until you hate yourself, as my brother-in-law Paul says, um, and you eat, you know, the traditional food. Oh, my God. Actually, here, this is completely on um, on topic. There was a woman that told to me that her, like, I think it was her sister-in-law or a best friend of hers or her roommate or something. I don't know. Somebody that she's friends with was going to Disneyland Paris over Thanksgiving. And that, you know, tickets weren't, like, extremely expensive for t- for Disneyland in Paris. And she thought that was just so strange. You know, because it's Thanksgiving. Why isn't it expensive? And then she's like, well, you know, they just don't celebrate Thanksgiving in Paris. And I'm like, um, no. Thanksgiving is an American holiday. Yes, it is. Like, 100% american american like that is the usa put a put a freaking flag on the turkey's ass and call it america like <laughs> there's nothing america. french fuck yeah 
there's nothing <laughs> French about, about it. Like, none. Like, really, lady? Like, she was just so surprised that people in Paris didn't celebrate Thanksgiving. Like, those heathens! There just, was... It surprises me. Sorry. There was a story that I read. I didn't put it on there, but I thought it was funny that this woman moved to France with mm-hmm. her fiancé, and she decided she was going to do an American Thanksgiving for him. So she went shopping, but the people in this particular store that she went into didn't speak English. So she's trying to communicate with the butcher to see if it was a turkey or a goose. So she <laughs> she literally sticks her thumbs in her armpits and starts laughing, going, gobble, 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 pointing at like this laid up bird. And apparently the butcher just thought it was the funniest damn thing he had ever heard. <laughs> and what sound does the goose make? Goose? Yeah, something like that. Or like a honking sound. Oh my god. Yeah. That's so good. So, I, I thought it was funny. But, you know, I, I don't know why. I, I guess she would have been more comfortable cooking the turkey. But, I mean, if you think back to, like, traditional... I, I guess this would have been pre... um Pilgrim? Revolution. Like, a lot Pilgrim? of holidays were actually celebrated with geese and yeah. not turkey. Well, yeah, because turkeys weren't like they they weren't the jam back then. No. Uh, the other day, uh, we were sitting at dinner, and Addie asked why there was corn, and I was really tired, and literally, so Addie goes, "Dad, why is there corn?" And I look at her just blank in the face, and I go, "So the Pilgrims had a reason to talk to the Indians, <laughs> pretty much." Yeah. And Mark was like, "Rin," <laughs> just like. This is the part where Rin made a funny face, but we couldn't see it. <laughs> my bad. So, history should never be my topic of uh, teaching for my child. <laughs> the middle one came up to me the other day, and he was super excited. He was like, hey, Tammy, guess what we're learning about in school? I was like, what? He's like, in my in my uh, history class, about, uh, what did he call it? Oh, Harold the Eighth. <laughs> I went, baby, you mean Henry VIII, King Henry VIII? And he's like, yeah, that guy. (laughs) Well, he had the first letter, right? There was a lot of giggling over that. I mean, Harold, Henry. Yeah. I mean, at least he didn't say Horatio. This is true. This is very true. He goes, uh. He goes, he looks like dad. And then he pulls up a picture of Henry VIII and zooms in. And he's got, like, gray in the exact same spot that um, Matt's got gray in his goatee and beard. And, like, he's got a bit of a fuller face. And I was like, holy crap. He really does Henry look like. Henry VIII, the one who had all the wives. Yeah. Queen, oh. Elizabeth's fir- Queen Elizabeth's the first father. She was his illegitimate daughter. Ooh, awkward turtle. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Wait, so wasn't his second one Anne Boleyn? Yeah. How's it going, Anne? He had her <laughs> beheaded. Yeah. Yeah, she was the pretty one, though. Yeah, well, it all depends on, you know, your preference. Do you like Scarlett Johansson or do you like Natalie Portman? Discussions, discussions. Uh, I mean, they both kind of look the same. Yeah. I don't know. <sighs> anyway. What are you looking at? Nothing. You keep looking up. I, I'm sorry, I don't mean to. I. Looking your into your eyes in. makes me nervous. Is your autism kicking in today? No. Because my ADHD kicks in hard sometimes. No. I'm just like, ooh, what's over here? Oh, that's right. Squirrel. I'm talking to you. 
<laughs> All right, so we have we have scoured the internet to find the best turkey screw-ups, the most wretched family stories, and we don't have credit for any of them. I mean, I got some from ABC News. I got some from Reader's Digest. I got some from Butterball.com. Um we just Google searched and we found all kinds of stories and we're going to share them with you because rather than talking about paranormal activities or serial killers or deep divers of God knows what, we thought we would go down a warm, fuzzy rabbit hole of a fucked up family. And, yeah. you know, so that that way, when you're hanging out with your family this uh, Thanksgiving, you can be like, wow, mine's not that bad. Or you can be like, <laughs> Wow, mine is way worse. <laughs> right. You know, and you can be like, Aunt Matilda sucks. <laughs> and maybe maybe next year you can share your horror stories with us. And you can email us those horror stories at like rabbitholes at gmail.com. You know? I mean, we're totally down for that. And now we're from our made up sponsor. Javi, send us Javi. Javi, <laughs> send us Javi. Because <laughs> I need more coffee. I love your stuff. Okay. Tammy, why don't you start with a few of your stories? Okay, so I got this one on Butterball, the the Butterball hotline. So one caller called in and asked, after storing her turkey outside in colder than 40 degree Fahrenheit weather, if it would be safe to eat. Unfortunately, an unexpected snowstorm blew through and the turkey was lost in 10 inches of snow. So basically, she threw the turkey outside to defrost and then it just refroze <laughs> I wonder where she lives. That it was like Minnesota or Wisconsin? I don't know. I thought that was pretty funny. She should have done like what they do in those places where like, okay, so I've lived in Minnesota and like, like the cart returns and fire hydrants have flagpoles that stick up from them. <laughs> so they know where they are. She should have like stuck a pole to the turkey. <laughs> There's going to be a lot of laughing in this episode. It's just so we're clear. Oh my god. Um, Wait, did she call Butterball to be like, how do I find my turkey? Uh, I don't know what she asked. That was just one of the stories on the Butterball hotline oh that I read. Yeah. I mean, I don't you know. Butterball? Could you imagine? Hi, Butterball. I've lost my turkey in 10 inches of snow. <laughs> what do I do? <laughs> right? Like, it was an accident. Yeah. Um, so let's see. Some colors have come up with very creative and questionable methods of defrosting the turkey. Asking Butterball es experts if it's safe to do so with an electric blanket in the aquarium with tropical fish or even the tub with their children. Why? <laughs> Why would you think it would be okay to submerge a bird <laughs> in liquid? <laughs> Like, that brings a whole new uh, thing to bath time. Right? Exactly. I'm playing with the tugboat. I'm playing with the dead bird. I'm playing with the tugboat. I'm playing with the dead bird. <laughs> decisions, decisions. Mommy, can I play with the dead bird with bath time again tonight? That was fun. That was fun. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, yeah. No. Um. So, some colors on the prowl for the best way to prepare a turkey for a vegetarian. <laughs> yeah, Lie you heard them. that right. <laughs> Lie and tell them it's tofurkey. <laughs> you heard it right. The best way to prepare a turkey for a vegetarian. Yeah. Um, this is Butterfall. 
<laughs> yes, this is from the the Butterball's uh, vegetarian line. It's called Butterfall. Right. Yeah. And then lastly, from my Butterball experience, uh, there was people calling and asking, if I put my phone in the turkey, can you tell me if it's done? <gasps> no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love reading those Butterball ones. Those are so much fun. <laughs> they did not know. Yeah. Yeah. These are oh actual God. things that people call into Butterball about on Thanksgiving. So, um, you know, we should really actually have begun this with the real heroes of Thanksgiving. And those are the people who work at Butterball on the hotline on Thanksgiving I mean, Day. <laughs> yes. I mean, like, honestly, thanks, guys. I mean, the fact that they like, I feel like you have to be a 911 dispatcher to be to substitute on the Butterball line. <laughs> Because, like, you have to be fast on that mute button to not be like, you are a damn idiot. <laughs> Seriously? <laughs> All right. So here are some of my Butterball ones. Mm -hmm. So the slow cooker is an extremely useful kitchen tool that is well worth the counter space it consumes. However, a California cook took her appreciation of the cooker to new levels. One Thanksgiving, this particular caller preferred breast meat to ensure she had plenty at her Thanksgiving feast. She borrowed nine. She had nine slow cookers from her friends and family. Worried a fuse might blow because of the many contraptions in use all at once, she called the turkey talk line, and they calmed her fears. If she did blow a fuse, she would always use an alternative talk line recommended method to prepare those turkey breasts using oven, a grill, or an air fryer method. She had nine turkey breasts worth of crock pots at her house. Nine! How many people was she cooking for? I didn't tell me that, but nine. Like, okay. that's, that's like a company's worth. Oh, easily. Like, dang. <laughs> okay, so let's see. So the people who are on the Butterball hotline also have a sense of humor. Uh, periodically, the Turkey Talk line receives funny phone calls, like a call from a young boy who wanted to share a joke that they thought was pretty funny. What is a turkey's favorite black tie event? The Butterball. <laughs> yep literally got called on that one <laughs> <clears throat> all right the parents of a newly married couple arrived at their home for their first thanksgiving meal as newlyweds one of the dads noticed the turkey thawing in a sink of cold water with a dish drainer and rubber mat on top of it all the dad inquired why she was thawing the turkey this way she said that's the way her mom thawed the bird the mom's response was, yes, but we had a cat. Oh, Lord. Like, they put the dish from getting to the dish drain, so the daughter just continued to do it. Oh, Why is she married Lord. into a smart family? No, she did not. That's sad. We've heard of... I just... I can't... I can't... I'm just like... I'm like... <laughs> you know, there's things that I've taken on that my mom used to do, like calling crocheted blankets therapies, because my mom called it a therapy... But, like, not putting the dish trainer on top of the turkey. Like, I would have known it's because we had a cat, and it was to deter the cat yeah. from getting to the turkey. We've heard of people naming their cars, bikes, or even a laptop. But there's at least one person out there who takes the idea of naming their stuff to another level. According to a phone operator with the Butterball talk line, one caller named her turkey every year after the biggest turkey of the year. Guess what it was named? Trump. Billy. 
Thomas. Trump? Nope. I wouldn't eat that bird. I wouldn't eat that bird. I'd be like, it's been tied, dyed, plucked, and plumped yeah. with every kind of chemical you can ever feckin' imagine. Oh, I'm not no. eating that bird. A call came in <laughs> to a talk line from a senior home in Pennsylvania. On the other end of the line was a gentleman who had won a turkey at the casino. Thrilled with his prize, he brought it home on the bus. He wanted to know if the turkey was still safe to eat, even though it had thawed out a bit on the ride. Bruh. Bruh. <laughs> like, for reals. Oh, God, this is going to make my eyes start to twitch. Aww. Little old people are so cute sometimes. They they really are. Their little saggy pants and their little shuffles. <laughs> their little fancy walks. Their little turkeys. One year, a man called using the talk line as a more of a confessional. Not really ask. Uh oh, well, this is not going to go well. Not really asking a question. <laughs> he was letting the expert on the call know that, he, in his experience, the cold water thaw method doesn't really work. Curious, the talk line operator asked what he meant because they use that thaw method all the time at Butterball. His response: I. Oh, it's not going well. <laughs> <clears throat> I put it in the pool, and when I came back, it was missing. Oh, sweet baby Jesus, help me. In the, like, the swimming pool, serious? <laughs> I wonder if he lives pool. in Florida and a gator got it. It's a gator was like, dinner. Right? Happy Thanksgiving to me. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh, man alive. Oh... A few years back, Butterball received a call from a young woman who was cooking her first turkey. Oh, oh those were always those the sweetest. Yep. Yeah. I remember Kimmy's first turkey with, with bacon and butter all over it. Mm, good days. Both the, woman's, <laughs> both the woman's mother and her mother-in-law were there, disagreeing over the proper way to cook the turkey. Oh, Jesus. I can see this now. Could you imagine if it was like an Italian mom and a Greek mom? Oh, oh sweet lord. Right? Um, so on the sly, she decided the talk to call the talk line and get Butterball's opinion. When the expert told her the Butterball method of cooking, she was so relieved because her mother had, in fact, been right. Uh, <laughs> mom one, mother-in-law zero. Right? Oh my gosh. That's the best Let thing. The Turkey games begin. <clears throat> yeah. A father in charge of thawing the turkey and bathing his toddler twins decided to hit two birds with... Oh, apparently a dad did it too. Did, did it, we could hear splashing water in the background and it turns out he and the kids hadn't had the turkey in the tub the same time. Oh, God. Oh, God. People. That no. Is, no, like... Mr. Bubbles and Mr. Butterball don't go together. No. No, no, they do not. Like, that's horrible. No, they do not. After discovering a turkey... Oh. Mm -mm. After discovering a turkey from 1969, in his dad's freezer, an Alabama man no. called Butterball no. Hotline to ask the best way no. to cook an over 30-plus year old bird. No. You don't. You don't. Although the talk line staffer recommended the open roasting pan method to cook most turkeys, this time she suggested that the first step was to purchase a fresher fowl. Yeah. <clears throat> the same gentleman also ha had in his freezer the top of his wedding cake, a snowball from every snowstorm he had experienced in Alabama. 
uh, all I can do is blink at you because I got nothing like, for that. He, he had saved snowballs from Alabama snowstorms. I wonder Dang. if he had them. I wonder if he had them in freezer baggies with like dates. Like most people that, save ornaments, he saves snowballs. That's special. I mean, it's Alabama. But I was going to say it's Alabama. How often does it snow down there? Maybe he had like five. Yeah, but still, who knows? All right. Some holiday chefs take extreme measures to please all guests. A caller was emailed a photo featuring a turkey, a turkey with a bikini look. As she was entertaining guests from the Bahamas, she asked the talk line how she could create a tropical turkey. Believe it or not, talk line vet Mary Klingman suggested using aluminum foil as a way to make the turkey look like a sun goddess. Oh, okay. Are you fucking kidding me? I'd like my turkey to have a string bikini line, please. Make her breasts look plump. See, that's what I'm wondering, is did, like, she, like, make, like, little triangles and, like, stick them on the turkey so, like, that particular part of the fowl will be paler than the other so it's actually a bikini? <laughs> that's what I'm thinking she did. You've got to be kidding me. Wow. Like, that is a pig. I'd be like, I'm just gonna cut the bird up. You're not even gonna get to see it. You're just gonna, it's literally just gonna be a piece of meat on your plate. Who cares right? what the damn thing looks like? Right. Exactly. Wow, that is a picky person. If you want a tropical turkey, stick a pineapple on the top of it and just go from there. Right. Let me give you some, <laughs> here, I've got a can of mandarin oranges. Get out of my face. Some mangoes or something, I don't right. know. <laughs> I think I got some dried mangoes from Costco. <clears throat> a few after, oh, jeez, this is not starting out good. A few hours after his wife had given birth. Uh-oh. A new dad called the Butterball hotline to make sure the turkey hadn't been thawing for too long while he had been at the hospital. The talk line staffer asked how much it weighed, to which the flustered dad replied, the turkey or the baby? <laughs> well, at least he was there for his wife, you know. Right? He was I mean, trying. Could you, could you imagine trying to <clears throat> to try and, like, cook a Thanksgiving dinner while your wife is, like, at the hospital and you're trying to, like, figure your life out and you just had a newborn coming on oh, no i'd be like i'd be like we're having a chinese food for dinner <laughs> you yep. want mush, mushu guy pan like, <laughs> mm -mm. like i could barely function all right so even santa has turkey day questions he and his wife called the butterball hotline before how you know it was santa <laughs> You say, hi, this is Santa? Was he like, ho, ho, ho? <laughs> Although in Australia, he has to say, ha, ha, ha. Oh, does he? I yeah, don't know. Apparently down in Australia, they find ho, ho, ho to be derogatory. No. Yeah. Who thought Australians were more sensitive? I mean, considering the fact that everything down there is trying to kill them. Exactly. Yeah, please don't die. <laughs> all all 2% of our listeners, we love you. Don't die. <laughs> Keep listening. Tell your friends. Send us likes. Send us reviews. We need reviews. We don't have any reviews. If you could leave us a review, that'd be great. The only review we have is me. And I tell me how much I love me. And that's weird. That got dark. Okay. Refocusing. <laughs> <laughs> Back to Santa and his ho ho ha 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 he he he. Tickle me Elmo. God, remember when Tickle me Elmo was popular? Oops, yeah. Bad. Um, the Butterball Hotline before making a showing at the Thanksgiving. Seriously? 
Santa had time to call the Butterball hotline before making an appearance at the Thanksgiving Day Parade. Do you remember on Miracle on 34th Street when he was, like, drunk as shit? I want to say yes, but I have never watched Miracle on 34th Street. How are we friends? I've also never seen It's a Wonderful Life. How? It's on, like, five different channels three times a day all Christmas long. I don't know. Maybe this Christmas I'll watch it, but... I mean, it's depressing, but good, and it it's like one of those movies that, like, tells you that you need to appreciate the life you have, because if you're not there, then maybe the life that you have would have actually ruined everybody else's life, and that you're important, and that you mean something, and don't yeet yourself blah, off a building. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I mean, it, it does, it shows, like, how, like, your droplet of, your droplet ripples affect so many more people than you even know Mm. like there's people whose lives he didn't even think his life affected and it affects like it's kind of it's the whole butterfly effect Mm -hmm. you know into it and i mean it is a feel good i've I've watched it once uh i dated a guy whose name i will not say because he's a terrible human being um but like uh it is it's quintessential and it's good um so and it has a good message. And it's sweet. But it is like, it does drag a little. Like, you're like, are we there yet? <laughs> um, <clears throat> uh, so he, the Jolly Pair, wanted to check on their turkey talk line experts to see who, apparently they're calling the turkey talk ex- line to see who's naughty or nice. Plus, get roasting information to make sure their bird turned out picture perfect. Because, you know, they're feeding a lot of elves. Mm-hmm. Guess the turkey talk expert line made the lice nice the lice list <laughs> the nice list because Miss Claus was very happy with the help. Okay, so I mean that's not really funny. That's just kind of cute that Santa calls the turkey talk line. I mean, you know, like that's just cute. I mean, <laughs> like, and that's like how like the president calls kids on Christmas and stuff. Yeah, I would, I, I would like lose my bloody marbles if Biden called Addie. I'd be like. Hi. I'd be like, "Hi Grandpa President, you're the you're you're the coolest Grandpa President we've ever had." <laughs> I mean, he really is Grandpa President. Like, he's just like, "Everybody just just settle down. Let's let's have some worthers and talk." <laughs> That's the kind of president he is. He's like, "Let's have some worthers and talk." Like, I don't know. So, all right. So this one, realizing his oven was too small to fit his Thanksgiving turkey, a landlord came up with this solution to switch roles and rent one of his tenants' ovens for $25. Hey, you got to do what you got to do. He figured his problems were solved until he realized he'd have to constantly interrupt his tenant to baste the turkey in a panic, he turned to the turkey talk line to ask how often to, he'd have to base. The staffer assured the relieved landlord that just once would do the trick. Really? I thought we were supposed to base it like every hour. I do. Maybe we're over. Are we over? Are we? Are we over basting? I don't think so. My the, since I've been cooking, my turkeys have always turned out perfect. So you're a master baster? No. Oh, good lord, Rin! You're terrible. <laughs> No, I was no, waiting. I am not. I was, <laughs> you were I was waiting sitting here with, for that. I was, wait, I was just like, oh, she's going to say it. She's going to say it. I'm going to get to say no. it. <laughs> no, I am I am not a master at basting. Uh, but you're, you're, you're good at it? Yeah. 
you basically we also, get the best of them. We also realized last year that spatchcocking a turkey is way better than just leaving it whole. It so you cooks. cock your turkey? No, we spatchcock it. It's where you cut the breast out in the middle and you lay it flat instead of letting it cook like a like a regular butterball. So it, you're just flattening out the turkey and it, oh my what god. Happens, it, so the cur- tur- what happens to the cur- turkey's cock? I don't know. It probably got cut off somewhere in the process. I don't know. Did it get batched? You are awful. I know. I'm one innuendo after another. Terrible. <laughs> All right. So. So you're a sporadic baster. No. I do it once every hour. Oh. All right. You got to keep it lubed up. You did that. Yeah, I did. <laughs> you did that. Okay. I'm okay. interrupting. I'm coming in with two more stories that I have. Yes, bring on some more stories. I was, I was sorry, I was bogarting there. It's okay. I, I mean, I've got, I have, I have a lot of butterball stories. Uh, so I found this one off of a BuzzFeed article: thirty-seven funniest turkey mishaps. This one says, "My girlfriend, brought up by her mother and living grandmother, never learned anything about cooking, but with a cookbook and a lot of confidence, she decided to cook her first Thanksgiving dinner for the entire family. After reading directions." And cleaning and stuffing the bird, she went ahead and did so and put it in the oven. After a few hours, she checked the bird and found it foaming all over the oven. She had cleaned it with ivory soap. Yeah. She, oh, my God. <laughs> she cleaned it with ivory soap and stuck it in the oven, and it started foaming. <laughs> that was from Kathy in Westminster, Massachusetts. And then this oh. one comes from BuzzFeed. And oh, I got the wrong jingle in my head. I was like, you're not fully clean until you're zestfully clean. Well, you might need some zest after this story because this one went a little bit dark and naughty. <laughs> this is a family friend who happened to be. And okay, let me let me stop before I can carry on this story and just say that Rin and I are absolutely pro LGBTQ plus. Pro. So if we're telling down. jokes about something or else, don't take it offensively because it it's funny to us, but we also respect the lifestyle. We love our gays. We love yes. our queers. We love our transgenders. We love our, as as my friends used to say, I love my homos. Yes. I love them. Yes. Okay. I, so. A hundred percent. So this one is about a lesbian. Um, it says, a family friend who happened to be lesbian thought it would be a good idea to carry at least 20 plates across the living room before Thanksgiving dinner. In a shocking surprise to absolutely nobody, she dropped all of the plates on the floor. Then my grandfather, who barely, I gotta stop, okay. My grandfather, who barely knows this friend, says the most infamous words in our family's history. With a straight face, he looked and said, you know those lesbians, slippery fingers. (gasps) He did not! Oh my, holy pickles and toast! (laughs) He did. Right in front of the lesbian. Apparently, they still laugh about it to this day. So, <laughs> oh my god, that's amazing! That is an amazing grandfather. Like, holy cow. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Slippery fingers. That is so good. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> let's see the and the. Okay, my last three. I I didn't do a whole lot, but these are my last ones, and they come from Twitter. 
So just, just hey, if you uh, want to message us on Twitter, we're at like rabbit holes there too. Yes, you know, so you know. Um, so Jeff Davis posted cooking tip of the day: the turkey will cook faster if the oven is on. Ooh. <laughs> um, this, so I've heard. <laughs> this one just says Thanksgiving fails. Earlier this year, I used a turkey baster to stuck <sighs> used stuck a turkey baster to suck power steering fluid out of the PS fluid reservoir before changing the PS pump in their car. He forgot to replace the baster, and now they're in a crisis. (laughs) (laughs) That was from, oh, I'm sorry, Paul Carini. And then this one, this last one, makes me want to gag, from Life Ruiner at uh, Chief Stink. In 2015, he posted, left an ashtray on the table, and my grandma accidentally used it to season the turkey. Now Thanksgiving is ruined. (laughs) Ashes to ashes, dust to dust. (laughs) Hallelujah. May that turkey rest in peace. (laughs) Chinese food, if we must. Yes. (laughs) So those are the rest of my stories. Okay, well, um, I think I might have looked up way too many, so... (laughs) Uh, that's right. This this might be too long. I might have too many stories, like way too many. Um, let's see here. Boop doop. A disappointed woman uh called, wondering why her turkey had no breast meat. After a conversation with the talk line operator, it became apparent that the woman was lying on uh the, the on the woman, the woman was lying on the table. That the turkey was lying on the table upside down. I mean, that's sad. Like, obviously, I mean, the legs are in a very specific spot. Like, come on. A new bride cooking Thanksgiving dinner for the first time in a small apartment oven wanted to make sure her turkey wouldn't ex- wouldn't expand in her oven. You know, like baked goods do. No, that's not how turkeys work, dude. Come on now. She thought it was going to puff up like the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man. Yes. A lady from Colorado called the Butterball Hotline about how to thaw her frozen butterball. She proudly shared the fact that her turkey was stored. Oh, oh, hey, this is yours. (laughs) Yep. She was in Colorado. She was. Oh, now we know where she was. The turkey that got lost in the snow. (laughs) Yeah, they got lost in the snow. She was in Colorado. (laughs) There we go. So she was on, um, the conversation was really over, was over because she was now on a mission to go find yeah. her turkey. Yeah, good. Best of luck. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was somewhere within this 10 foot vicinity. <clears throat> yep. I mean, how do you forget where you, uh, why would you thought, I thought outside? Know. Who does that? Just put it on, put it in the sink. Maybe she needed the sink. No. <laughs> One caller had always cut the legs off the turkey before putting before putting it in the oven, thinking that was how you had to cook the turkey. She later learned the only reason her mom had been doing that was because their oven had been so small, and that was the only way the bird would fit in the oven. Uh, Okay. But a lot of people like dark meat, and the legs are dark meat. I mean, maybe she cut them off and, like, put one in the front and one in the back, so the bird was like... We are a part of a rhythm nation. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't Lord. even know anymore. 
Like, come on. Like, why don't these people ask their parents why they do what they do while they're cooking? Like, hey, mama, why are you cutting that off? That's right. a good question. I have no idea. Man. First time Thanksgiving chef called uh, a 20-plus year talk line veteran in tears one Thanksgiving morning. She was so proud to have thawed the turkey successfully and continued to rinse the turkey with dish soap. She put it in the oven and it started to foam, too. The tears started flowing when the turkey wouldn't stop sudsing. <laughs> oh, come if on. only she called before, she would have found out you don't have to rinse the turkey. Just pat it dry with paper towels. Yes. Why would anybody think it's a good idea to use dish soap on food? Like, do you use dish soap on your chicken or your beef? No. Why would you think it's no, turkey's any different? I got nothing. Having lost power an hour into roasting, a woman called the Butterbile Hotline for advice on how to finish safely. Little did the talk line know that the caller's adventurous neighbor had crashed into a power line while hang- Whoa, wait a second. Let me reread that. Having lost power an hour into roasting, a woman called the Butterball Hotline for advice on how to finish safely. Little did the talk line know that the caller's adventurous neighbor had crashed into a power line while hang gliding, leaving the whole neighborhood without power. The caller was able to transfer her turkey to a gas grill to finish cooking, but talk, but turkey talk line couldn't save Thanksgiving for the hang glider who spent the rest of his holiday in the ER. Safety comes first in the kitchen too. What the? Like, what? I, 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 like, I, I, we have no power because the hang glider like do you, where do you live that there's hang gliding in your neighborhood colorado <laughs> they're like there are all I mean, the they, peaks and valleys and hills i don't it but it's snowing there like it's 10 feet of snow you lose your turkeys i i don't know man i don't know i have nothing One, one mom called in to share how her little girl had asked if they could slow roast the turkey for three to four days because she liked how it made the house smell. The experts at Butterball Turkey Talk Line told her that the turkey should only stay in an oven for a few hours and that it wasn't a good idea to leave it cooking for four days. Mm-hmm. You're going to have a hell of a dry Mommy. turkey. Mommy, can we let it roast for four days so our house smells like cooked turkey? Girl, go buy a Yankee candle. Right? Hallelujah. Jesus. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, God. Could you imagine turkey no. candle? No. No. That sounds... Oh, no. Mm-hmm. Yankee candle. Don't do that. Uh-uh. Mm-mm. Bad. Mm. A proud gentleman called to tell the staff how he wrapped his turkey in a towel and Dumped on it several times, breaking the bones so it would fit in his pan. <laughs> wow, was he like Italian from New York or New Jersey? No, he's in combat. He was probably wearing combat boots. Stomp, 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 stomp. Right? That sounds like something the friggin' mob would do. I, I had my kid wearing cleats for tenderizing. <laughs> hey, hey, okay, what well, you do, you boo boo. Kids be dumb. People be dumb. Mm. Ooh. Ooh. This one's got the word Florida in it. Are we ready? Uh Uh-oh. Yeah. When a talk line staffer asked the caller what state her turkey was in, meaning how thawed was it, the caller responded with Florida. Oh, sweet lord. Did you ever, when you were in Florida, did you meet any of those 
those smart, smart people. I saw a Florida person. <laughs> like, I legit, so we were at a, okay, derail. We were at a stoplight and there was a car in front of us and there that car didn't get close enough to the car in front of them for the car. Like, so we were here, there was a car in front of us, car in front of them. There was a little bit of space and a car there and then the stoplight. Okay. The car in front of us did not like the amount of space between the two cars. So that car was like, F-Dog you, into the, into the open space. Wow. I was like, Florida person. Wow. That is I was just like, you have got to be kidding me. Like, I mean, we were at a damn stoplight. What, what did he think he was going, he, she, they think they were going to accomplish? I was just like, you've got to be kidding me. Right. And, like, I mean, people were just, I mean, the tour, tourists are just as dumb. And so, okay, you know when the roundup happens and we become extra cranky because we have to deal with yes. tourists? Florida has to deal with tourists all effing year long. All year. Because they've got Universal, they've got Disneyland, they've got Sea or Disney World, they've got Sea World, they've got all that. They've got massive tourist attractions there. Mm -hmm. Okay, so they have to deal with stupid tourists twenty four seven. I now mildly sympathize <laughs> with them because I am not even from Florida. Florida people, <laughs> I I empathize with you and your insanity. May. <laughs> May you guys get a lot of really good drugs down there. I mean, I assume you probably get some imported because you're near, like, a lot of import-export areas because, damn. All right. Um, <clears throat> so, the the wife of a chef called in. So, back to, back to turkey life. Ready to spend her first Thanksgiving together as a married couple. Her husband was convinced she was a great cook but only because she'd been sneaking restaurant meals into pots and pans before her husband got back. Oh my goodness. For the homemade meals. She didn't want the magic to end on Thanksgiving, so she pulled off the special meal with advice from the Butterball Hotline. That's sad. That is sad. A little bit, yes. A little bit. A Kentucky mother had followed Butterball's instructions for roasting turkey and everything seemed to be going smoothly. The bird came out of the oven golden brown, but there was a strange bright red color when she started to carve it. Turns out her son had helped her season the season the turkey with Legos. Oh no. Oh my god. Oh. She wanted to know if it was still safe to eat. No. No, it's not. <laughs> Don't do that. How did how, how did he get the Legos in it? Like I how? Oh my god. Uh, oh my goodness. Oh my gosh. <clears throat> yeah, throw throw the turkey away, lady. Yep, it's done. That that is another hung far yeah. low Chinese food night. Yep. Damn, yo. One woman was getting worried. Her turkey had been in the oven for seven hours and was still only 140 Fahrenheit. When Butterball recommends cooking it to six, uh, 165 or 180, the talk line operator figured there was no way it was still undercooked and asked the caller to take it out of the oven and try carving it. Suddenly, there was a burst of laughter in the background. When she went to pick up the, when she went to pick the turkey up and put it on the carving 
board, the whole thing just disintegrated into pieces. The operator says it wasn't that the turkey wasn't done. It was the thermometer wasn't working and it had been cooked until it was practically falling apart. Yeah, that sounds like exactly seven hours. Yeah, that's 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 a burnt bird. Oh my goodness. I mean, you can tell by looking at it. Leather. Like, I mean, <laughs> like, come on. Like, I mean, cooking a Thanksgiving dinner is, it's not, like, it's not complicated. The most complicated part about cooking a Thanksgiving dinner is timing everything coming out of the ovens at the same time and staying warm. You know? Like, mm-hmm. it's tricky to make all of the different dishes and have them show up. Mm-hmm. Like, that's why we make some of them here. Paul and Hannah make some of them at their house, and his parents make some at their house, and then we rewarm them all up at his house so that yep. they're all piping hot. Like, it's not complicated. Mm-hmm. How do I make gravy? Asked one man. The question wouldn't be so strange if it hadn't been for the suitcase he was rolling down the sidewalk. Inside was a fresh-out-of-the-oven turkey that he was bringing to his mom's house. He put the turkey in a suitcase? Apparently to keep it warm. Mark, so help me God, you put a turkey in my suitcase, (laughs) it's over. (laughs) Two sisters called from a strange location, the closet of the spare bedroom. They were in charge of making Thanksgiving dinner for the first time, and they didn't want their mom to know. They needed advice from the Butterball Hotline. <laughs> they were trying to do it sneaky. Help. Hello? Yeah. I need your help. The call was coming I... from inside the house. <laughs> <laughs> it's the turkey. It's the help turkey. Help me get out of here. <laughs> people this bad at cooking I like don't i don't know. get it i don't know a 16 pound turkey can take longer than expected to thaw so one caller put the frozen bird in the hot tub Ugh. and called to ask how long until it was ready to eat i can't i i can't i would not okay as a butterball helpline person i i, I even a mute button would not save me with that i'd be like just I, I need you to stop. What I need you to do right now is go outside and make a hangman's noose because you are too stupid to live any longer. I cannot help you. <laughs> oh my God. Like literally. So according to Esquire, the answer, never. Mm-hmm. Letting it defrost in cold water without heat and jacuzzi chemicals is the way to yeah. go. Give it time. Do not def- Yes, people. People, I know you're getting ready for Thanksgiving. Do not defrost your bird in hot water. Cool water or just in mm-hmm. the sink. Do not add chlorine. You don't have to wash any it. any other pool chemicals. No, no, it doesn't need dial. Nope. It doesn't need, it doesn't need a COVID nope. test. You don't have to shove a swab up its hooper booper nope. thingamajoogie. But take the giblets out. Of the inside. Just gonna ask you that. Do you have any stories of like nightmare stories about people not taking the giblets out? I don't know. I mean, this is just the butterball stories. I haven't talked about the actual family horror stories. Okay, we might have to do a part two for this one. Because <laughs> we're already like so an like, hour in. <laughs> I know. Yeah, but you know what? People might need a good long one because they are gonna need a reason to avoid their family. Yes. And they can just sit there with headphones in and look at great aunt martha and be like i don't want to talk to her shit 
And they can just be like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm listening to a research paper. <laughs> and they can just use us as an excuse. And we will be the excuse. We will be the, we will be the butter in your ears. <laughs> we will massage your, ear, your inner earlobes. <laughs> we can we can um ask but we can ask for some hold music from uh we yeah. can ask for some girl from Ibanema. <laughs> yeah, so that's fine. We can uh ask girl for girl Ibanema from Ibanema. Mark, we need girl from Ipanema. <laughs> uh so we'll be back. All right, so I have two left from Butterball, and then we are on to family horror stories. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> All right, so we had one mom call, and she was stuffing the turkey, and the kids had their matchbox cars, and they would park them in the garage, so to speak. Talk line director Sue Smith told Esquire. So I don't know why it's saying Esquire, because I got these all the Butterball ones from Reader's Digest. Mm. So they went to carve the turkey and found the cars in the stuffing. Who leaves oh. the stuffing in the turkey? I don't know. So gross. The kids were thrilled to find the, the toys and thought they'd lost, but the mother was more concerned with food safety. The stuffing had to be thrown out, but luckily the turkey got the green light. Oh, good. Because, I mean, the cars are made of metal. Oh, yeah. So. Well, yeah, no, I'd, I'd throw it out. Yeah, I don't think I'd do it either. Um, a couple's oven kept turning off while it was preheating, so they called in to find out if they could use the grill as a plan. <laughs> I'm like, shifty eyes. <clears throat> as a plan B. According to Esquire, the talk line advised that advisor said it would be a great option and stayed on the line with the wife while her husband fired up the grill. Before they moved the turkey outside, the wife realized the problem. The dog kept jumping up and turning the oven off. Oh. <laughs> I, I, how does a dog turn an oven off? Well, if it's a dial that's like on the front part of the oven and the dog can reach it, as soon as he puts his paws up there, he's going to hit that dial and it's going to turn off. I mean, I guess ours is a push button, so I guess that... So, yeah, I don't... I don't know. Like, that just seems bizarre to me. Like, <laughs> all right. Horror stories from the Thanksgiving crypt. <sighs> Try not to cry. I once put a turkey in the oven, frozen solid. I was so proud because I had cooked Thanksgiving dinner for the first time ever. I invited everyone I knew over. I pulled the turkey out four hours later, looked at it, they looked at it, and they laughed at me. <laughs> I tried I tried not to cry. I cried a lot. <laughs> she had to have been like 20. Mortified. And 20 years old. Okay, you know, I'm not going to lie. I didn't cook my very first turkey until 2008-ish. Somewhere around there. And I had my sister on the phone probably once every half an hour. Just I to make learned, sure that I was doing it correctly. I learned everything that 
I needed to know about cooking a turkey from Kimmy. Like, I watched her. Because, like, when I was growing up, my Aunt Maxine and my Uncle Bud, they did all of the the turkey cooking and stuff. So I never got to see that side. My mom did, like, pies and breads and stuff like that. So, but Kimmy, like, I was in there helping her and asking her questions and, like, what do you do? So, like, I learned that way. So, like, when it came time to, like, make a turkey here, I wasn't clueless. Yeah. But also... I was part of the generation where home economics in school, we made shit. Yeah. Like, we baked cookies. We baked Rice Krispies. We cleaned up the kitchen. We sewed stuff. Yep. We made tangible things. Not dinked on a computer and figured out how to upload stuff. Like, I hate to say it, but my daughter's generation doesn't do anything tangible. I concur. Like, the school she's at, they make tangible things. Like, that's her school. And that's one of the reasons why I pick, we picked that school is because they do tangible things. Like, they work with real tools. But, like, that generation, like, everything for them is digital. They have no yep. physical. I mean, it could possibly be why I'm a fucking hoarder is because <laughs> I made so much fucking stuff. And my mom was a hoarder. And so now I'm a hoarder as I'm sitting here looking at two fucking geode pumpkins that I made. Hmm. But, you know, whatever got another one downstairs so i have three um (laughs) but still okay it got a it got a this one's titled it's got a happy ending though okay mom has cancer now that didn't start off well nope can only go happy from here (laughs) well no mom dies of cancer gets worse all right thanksgiving is Thanksgiving is had in this tiny-ass apartment she had to rent because her oncologist decided to treat her in a different city. Cooking is out because said tiny-ass apartment did not have a competent oven. We get the meal to go. It is total shit. Okay. The turkey was advertised as a real fucking bird. We got sliced, pressed shit. And everything was ice cold because the cafeteria we ordered from set it up there set up their to-go table right under the air vent mom couldn't eat sister was cranky because she was stressed out um stressed out she was stressed as fuck oh stressed as fuck trying to go through college and take care of her mother dad was cranky because he was worried sick and because reasons that are too icky for me to dwell on any further i was the only one that was not in a bad state Partly because I believed her oncologist when he said that it was going to be fine. And partly because I handle stress like a boss. (laughs) I was trying my hardest to keep everyone happy. My dad and sister kept snapping at me for my efforts. It really sucks to get yelled at for being cheerful. At least my mom just seemed to appreciate them. The day just all around sucked. To make matters worse, the girl I was crushing on hard kept trying to call all day because she got abandoned at Thanksgiving. But I forgot my phone at the apartment, at the small-ass apartment, and was too preoccupied with trying to do what I could to keep smiles on people's faces to even notice the phone was gone. She didn't talk to me for a year after that. What a bitch! Wow. Fuck her. Right? But this story had to have have a happy ending because my mom made it. So I guess that bitch that I can't bitch too hard. Yay! So it does have a happy ending. The mom didn't have cancer. Man, that does sound like a shit Thanksgiving. Right? It sounds like a serious shit Thanksgiving. Also, the girl you were crushing on sounds like a total bitch. Yeah. I'm sorry. I forgot my phone. Drop her like like a hot potato. 
it happened. Oh, and she was having such a bad Thanksgiving all by herself. His mom had cancer, you twat waffle. Right. God, I love the word twat waffle. I know. Such a good one. Such a good word. Although around Addy, I have to say twit waffle. Uh, Yeah, that's probably better. Yeah. All right. Monkey see, monkey do. This one, this is a sad one. But a week before, my dad threw a plate of food against the wall because my mom burned dinner. What a dick. Um, Sounds like your dad needs to be tossed out on his arse. Mm -hmm. Well, in the middle of Thanksgiving, in front of a ton of people, I throw my plate and it shatters with food everywhere. I was a young child. Monkey see, monkey do. Naughty, that's hilarious. Hmm. I mean, Addie's copied a lot of stupid stuff I've done and I've been like, "Eh, I deserve that. Mm -hmm. That's when you look up at the husband and be like, you want to take this one? I'm going to be over here. Yeah. Uh, you want to talk to your kid? Mm. That's all you, seems big man. Have, seems to have your mannerisms. Mm. All right. I was a young child. Oh, yeah. Monkey see, monkey do. I went off script. My mom was very uptight. And uh, whose mom isn't uptight? Mm. I mean, like, really? Moms are just uptight. It's their, uh, I'm a mom. I'm uptight. Some moms. Okay. Not everybody can have your mom, dude. Okay. Oh, no, my mom's totally uptight. I'm not I'm not talking about my mom. <laughs> I mean, okay, like in comparison to mom versus dad, your mom is chill. Now, your dad, on the other hand. He has a bit of a temper. He's, okay. he's a scary-ass mofo. Like, if dad told me to sit down, I'd be like, yes, sir. <laughs> you sit. Well, you know, that's what happens when you're a drill sergeant in the U.S. Army. You generally like, tend to project that. <laughs> like, I wouldn't even ask him where. To sit, I'd just be like, yes, sir. Like, it could be on gravel. And I'll be like, down. Dad wasn't that bad. You know he's a big teddy bear. Oh, I know. Dad is a sweetheart. I love him very much. All right. My mom was very uptight, and she is very no-nonsense kind of woman. Her parents were over, and she was at the top of her game to impress. When we were going around the table saying what we were thankful for, God, I hate doing that. It's so cliche. It is a little bit, yeah. Because yeah. everything, oh, I'm thankful for my family. I just want to say, I'm thankful for my Louboutins. Like, mm. just one year I want to say that. Not that <laughs> I could fit my fat fucking feet in a pair of Louboutins, but still. <laughs> All right. Um, when we were going around the table saying what we were thankful for, she had prepared an answer for us. I shit you not. Like, the mom wrote cue cards for everybody. Oh. Of what they needed to say. Oh. This is what you're thankful for. You say this. However, I went off script. I was thankful for Goku and my and Nintendo 64. I think she's still pissed to this day. Have you seen that video? I don't. I don't even know if it's real or not. But the kid where they were like gathered and they were like the family and everything, like these long tables and everything. And this kid was like, I'm thankful for Master Chief from Halo. He was a huge Halo fan. And his dad was like, that's absolutely ridiculous. The kid loses his shit. Flips the table, is screaming and yelling. There's food flying everywhere. He completely destroyed the family dinner. Completely destroyed it. I'm like, that's the kind of kid that I would smother while he was asleep. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. All right. This one's titled really good. Jailbird and Moon Pie. Okay, I'm interested. I mean, I I like myself a moon pie. I'm not really down with the jailbird. 
Mm. Those are so good. Star crunches are better, though. <laughs> not as big as they used to They're be. They're not as big as they used to be. I swear to God, they used to be like the size of my face. Easily. Right. It was Thanksgiving that my aunt, henceforth referred to as Jailbird. Okay. Weird nickname. Just got out of jail for serious criminal offenses. Damn, you know that's a good Thanksgiving dinner. Wait, Grandma um, just got out of jail? For no, the- Aunt. Oh, okay. Just got out of jail for serious criminal offenses involving gun trafficking. Okay. Her and my other aunt, Moon Pie. Her fuck, I want to go to this this Thanksgiving. <laughs> if your aunts are named Jailbird and Moon Pie, I mean, damn, like those are some cool ass aunts. Right? <clears throat> her favorite snack also fitting because she's round like one too <laughs> oh my goodness <laughs> got into an argument over who bought my sister a gift which she had since she was four years old jailbird was only 14 when the gift was given to my sister making it impossible that it was her and so after my grandma said enough is enough, they moped around for a few hours, but peace was made, or so we all believed. Oh my god. So dinner arrives. It's going well until Moon Pie <laughs> 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 thought it'd be a good idea for her to carve the, tur- the turkey, which my grandma, seeing no issue with that idea, let her. Jailbird stab- was stabbed in the leg with the carving fork. <laughs> And that's when all hell broke loose. My sister and I were told to go out to go to our room. We were staring, staying there for Thanksgiving weekend, so we occupied the guest bedroom. We left, heard some screaming and some glasses breaking. And when me and my sister came out to see what was happening, well, it turned into an all-out brawl. My parents and the other aunts were trying to keep Jailbird and Moon Pie away from each other and not having much success. Grandma was just sitting there drinking her boxed wine and smoking like nothing was happening while everything was happening. Anywho, long story short, I called the cops and Jailbird and Moon Pie now both have spent some time in jail and on Thanksgiving too. So I guess it's Jail Pie or Moon Pie or Moonbird. Oh my god. That is fantastic. That is one hell of Thanksgiving. Right? I w- I'd want to be like right there next to <clears throat> Nana, just sipping the right? wine and smoking cigarettes. And it's like, because you know right. that if anybody even looks at her cross eyed, that woman is coming up with a cane you didn't even know she carried, and she is going right. to knock you into next Tuesday. <laughs> and, you know that the, and you know that the box wine is being poured into Solo Cup. Mm-hmm. So you know it's a good glass worth. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, easy. Oh yeah, sounds like that sounds like a great family. (laughs) Damn, want that family? All right, this one's titled "Study Hard, Kids." This one time, my friend was going to announce his engagement to his fiance at the dinner table in front of his whole family and friends. Bad idea. Worst idea. Oh my god. Bad idea idea ever. Meanwhile, he was failing math. Wait, he's failing math. What grade he's in? And our other friend brought his his then girlfriend, who was the math teacher, to dinner. This is so. This is. That sounds like this should be in Kentucky, <laughs> or somewhere where it's okay for a friend to date the math teacher. Something like that. I'm and hoping these other, guys are in college or something at least. I hope so. So, and then my other drunk friend ended up admitting that my friend was failing math and he never got the chance to say he was engaged and his dad grounded him. Oh my god. His dad grounded him. Uh, okay. I don't know where the hell this is at. <laughs> my eyes are going cross. 
But like, okay, so you're at you're at Thanksgiving dinner. You're gonna get engaged, but yet you also gonna get grounded. Hmm. If you're gonna get, if you're old enough to get grounded, you are not old enough to get engaged. Hallelujah. Just saying. Hallelujah. Like, <laughs> unless that engagement is gonna go for like five years. Yeah. No. Like, I mean, and then although a dude's dating a math teacher, right? Although I will say. Marriages are like pancakes. It's fine to throw the first one out. Okay. I mean, you know. I've never been married, so I'm I'm going to go with you. You know, you always ruin the first one, and the second one can be a little janky, so just chuck them. Okay. Yeah, just get rid of them. I got you. Don't need them. No worries. Yeah. Or, you know, you throw the first one out, and you give the second one to somebody else. Okay. And just let them go on their merry little way. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. All right. Fucking cooking. Do it yourself. We'll do it live! Alright. My mom used to cook the massive traditional Thanksgiving feast. My family was really well off. We had huge house and pro- if you were really well off, then why didn't you have a fucking cooking staff? Hmm. You lying piece of shit. Calling well, maybe mom liked to do it herself. You know, even rich people have their their things. So maybe, maybe mom grew up in a household where the matriarch actually did all of the cooking. That's true. That's true. All right. My family was really well off and we had a huge house and probably 20 to 30 friends and family would come to our house um, and our house would be converted into a hotel. How many goddamn rooms do you have, bro? I'm sorry. If you have if you have enough people like 20 and 30 friends that your house can be converted to a hotel, then I'm sorry. You have like a chef and a wait staff Mm -hmm. like that. mm -hmm, Yeah. Eventually, my parents got divorced. The economy tanked. We kept downsizing houses. And pretty soon, it was just my mom, brother, and I in a pretty small house. She still made dinner, but maybe just a friend or even just us would be there. One year, she was sick of it. Sick of cooking all day for one meal just for us. Tired uh, tired of working and things not getting better. And just all of life's hardships. Sister. Basically, every other person in the world. Yeah, no shit. That isn't Elon Musk. (laughs) Or Jeff Bezos. Or Jeff Bezos. (laughs) Or some Arabian prince who, like, sneezes on Chanel tissue paper. Okay, so, like, the 1% of the world that has enough money you're basically dealing with. And I I want to know, like, I need to ask, his downsizing, if you're having 20 to 30 people over, his downsize means she probably had a house with, like, four and five bedrooms. Probably. I mean, that's still big. Right? Yeah. Anyway. Uh, So on Thanksgiving, four or so years ago, she plopped a plate of raw meat on the table and a fondue pot filled with oil and said, fuck cooking. Do it yourselves. Okay. So we all sat around and dipped. I mean, you had fucking fondue. Hey. That's still bougie. Right? (laughs) Oh, it must be so hard. So we all sat around. Yeah, we all sat around and dipped chicken and beef and scallops. Scallops? I mean, come on. That's expensive shit. Right? Chicken and beef and scallops, for me, vegetarian, and had another pot with cheese and small diced bread. We were tired, so we just turned on the TV, and there was South Park Marathon, and the first episode was starring Gobbles. Anyway, we watched that and a few other and had a pretty good a pretty good time. Every year now we just do the same fondue thing. No big lavish meals, some meat with a little sauce and and we always start the night with Thanksgiving special with gobbles. 
And then we watch a bunch of other episodes. Best family holiday ever. I'm sorry. Nothing about that sounds terrible. Right. One year, like every year for Christmas, um, because the kids, Mark, Paul, Hannah, and I never know what to get John and Lynette for Christmas. So we do a themed Christmas dinner every year. Well, like two years ago, the dinner was fondue. Like we did this huge fondue dinner, like meats and cheeses and chocolate. And, like we did the works, like, and it was expensive. Mm-hmm. And like, it was really, it was really bougie and plush and nice. I'm sorry. That's not, that's not hardship. <laughs> Boo hoo. <laughs> Fuck out of here with that, man. Yeah, you go away. Right. I hate you. <clears throat> My hardship. All right. Meet the family. I have a large family with an immense amount of borderline personality disorders. So you mean my family. Right. Or you just mean me. (laughs) The worst instance was my aunt. Um, uh, The worst instance was... I always put, like, punctuation where there is. Where there isn't supposed to be any. Yeah. The worst instance was my aunt was... The worst instance was my aunt was going through a divorce. Oh, Aunt A was going through, so we're going to say Aunt Agnes was going through a divorce and Uncle Bill had been holding some of her belongings in storage while she got things settled. Well, Uncle Bill, actually, I want to call him Uncle Buck. Yeah, Aunt Agnes and Uncle Buck. Okay. All right. Well, Uncle Buck got drunk and told Aunt Agnes that his new wife had sold a lot of her belongings because she wasn't paying for storage at their house. (laughs) Oh, shit. Somebody get the police on standby. Well, my mother got involved and tried yelling um, at the Uncle Buck, and that's when Aunt Cunt and (laughs) Uncle Dick got involved and started a completely different argument and meanwhile aunt agnes was chasing around uncle buck with a knife and my cousin called the police there you go police on standby it was yep it was a full out brawl by the time they got there and aunt agnes was taken away to a psych ward as she was sitting in a car with the knife threatening to kill herself oh. this was the first thanksgiving that i had brought my boyfriend now husband home with me yeah okay that is a solid relationship right there if that's your first experience with the family and you're still putting a ring on it girl don't ever let that man go yeah no shit <laughs> don't ever let him go <laughs> all right so this one's titled 3 seconds my grandmother ran out of counter space. Shit was sort of burning like crazy on top of the stove. She took out the turkey on the tray, looked around, and put it on the ground for like three seconds. No. She intended she intended it to she intended for it to be there for three fucking seconds. Her dog, mm-hmm. Roscoe, yep. had been following her all day. Earlier, she tossed him a turkey diblet, and I guess that didn't sit well with him. <laughs> He shit all over my grandma's leg, floor, and freshly cooked turkey in one explosive two-second blast of fiery diarrhea. Oh my god. Oh, that's terrible. I mean, I'm assuming she set the ch- turkey on like a pan uh-huh. on the floor, not just like just like set no. the cooked yeah. bird on mm-hmm. the floor. But like, yeah, dog just like, Pfft. oh, oh god. Animals are terrible. Animals are terrible. 
That that's awful. Oh that's absolutely awful. I I was reading while I was looking through my stories. I was reading one about um a dude that had his wife had a cat, and she decided that the mashed potatoes were the litter box for the day. She jumped up on the counter, and he turned around like two seconds later, and the cat's sitting on topping rolling. of the mashed potatoes. It's like people keep your animals out of the kitchen during cook times. That's yeah, you put foil over that stuff, man. Yeah. Like, there's a... Oh. So this one's so drunk. Last year, my dad got blind drunk. Like, the drunkest I have ever seen him. He kicked me and my girlfriend out of the house very loudly. And when we were packing up, he came, asked why we were leaving, and demanded we stay. Another five minutes, he came back and kicked us out again. We went to my mom's house, who was so drunk, we couldn't wake her up. We ended up playing Borderlands all night. Great Thanksgiving. Yeah. Parents get trashed. Mm. Good times. Up in flames. My dad and uncle tried frying a turkey. Here's the, here, here's where things go bad. Very drunkenly. Oh. They forgot about the oil. Went up in flames. And so did the side of my uncle's yeah. house. I, I don't know about you, but when I was reading this, there were so many stories, so many nightmare stories about deep frying turkeys. Folks, if you're going to deep fry a turkey, first off, it goes outside, not inside. Second yeah. off, if you don't, don't dry that thing off, oil and water don't mix. They don't. Especially no. where... No, don't do a don't frozen, do a frozen turkey, turkey either. either. Just... Just don't. Do your research and be smart, folks. Don't don't be that person. Like, John and Paul build this whole, like, metal contrap- mm-hmm. like, rigging contraption that, like, low- like, they have, like, a crank that lowers the bird into the thing and, mm-hmm. like, pulls it back up so, like, they're, like, out of harm's way mm-hmm. and everything. Like, they do not fuck around with it. Like, it is! super safe. I'm not gonna lie, fried turkey is freaking delicious. I've never oh, had I had never absolutely had it before. Love fried, deep fried oh turkey. I've, I almost knocked my mic over. Yeah, it's absolutely wonderful. But be so careful nice. when you're doing it, folks. <laughs> okay. So I've got about a page and a half to go and then we'll be wrapping this up. So please, <laughs> if you are still with us, stick around. We've still got many more funny, hilarious, stupid people stories. Alright. I concede defeat. My female cousin and I like to have burping contests. Hey, that sounds like me and you. I know, right? Um, Give me a good Dr. Pepper. I'll give you a run for your money. Give me an apple and I'll (laughs) take you down. One year after eating Thanksgiving dinner, we started our competition. Oh, don't do this after you just ate a big meal. Swallow air, force a burp. Swallow air, force a burp. Belches keep escalating until one point. Where she ends up vomiting all over the table. Oh, you so dumb. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, don't don't do that, people. Don't force burps like that. You drink drink something that's gonna make you burp. Don't swallow the air. Oh, yeah. I conceded defeat as I didn't feel like trying to top that. A decade <laughs> or so later, she is still the champion. Good, right. good job there, bud. Smart, smart decision. Okay, so this one is titled, Not a Bad Way to Go. I don't okay. know how this is going to end. 
Um, so just to preface this, I didn't read these um, because I wanted to be just as surprised as you. <laughs> okay. Um, it's more fun that way. I like to <laughs> never. I like to have no idea what's going to come out of my mouth. <laughs> you like to be just as surprised as everybody else. Hell's yeah. I went to a boyfriend's house and spent the morning with his family, brothers and sisters and their significant others from far away. His grandmother was there sitting quietly in a recliner and not saying much. After a couple of hours, dinner was ready. So we all went into the dining room except for his grandma. Oh, no. Someone went back to help her thinking she had trouble getting out of the chair and discovered that she had died sometime while we were all sitting around talking and laughing someone called an ambulance and the boyfriend's parents went with the body while the rest of us had a very odd and awkward dinner okay on the plus side apparently there's a plus side i think i like to think that she died happy she was surrounded by family and although she didn't say much she smiled at our jokes it's not it's not really a bad way to go when you think of it it it's just really strange for the rest of us, right? I mean, I, she didn't seem. To, I guess like she she didn't suffer. No, it didn't she sound like kinda... it. It sounded like she just fell asleep and was done. Yeah, yeah. Died uh, content. Oh, this one sounds bad. The eggnog was bad. No, mm. I do not do eggnog. Eggnog is it eggno? <laughs> right. <laughs> like it just smells. No, wretched. it no, yeah, just no. All right. My wife's brother is a pretty heavy drinker. He's the type of dude who almost always has a beer in his hand after five o'clock. He's not a bad guy, but he definitely drinks way too much. Though since this story, though, since this story, he's become a father and has slowed down on his drinking a little bit. His mother, father, his mother, father and younger brother don't cook. So brother-in-law, let's call him Dan. Uh, offers to make Thanksgiving dinner. He's going to have turkey, pie, potatoes, stuffing, and the whole nine yards. So it's the four of them, my and my wife and I. We get there, and Dan has mixed up some eggnog. It's in a big plastic pitcher, and roughly a quarter of it is rum. <laughs> wife doesn't drink. Younger brother-in-law, Jim, doesn't drink. And I'm lactose intolerant. The dad has one small cup and says it tastes awful because it's so heavy on the alcohol. Uh, <clears throat> slowly but surely, as Dan is working in the kitchen, the eggnog begins to disappear. He starts out re- <laughs> he starts out really nice, glad to have a good turnout for Thanksgiving. He seems to have a pleasant buzz on at this point. As the morning continues, though, he gets more and more agitated. We're watching football, and he wants help peeling potatoes, so uh, we oblige while watching uh, watching the game. Then, as dinner continues, he wants the wife to make the stuffing. It's uh, stovetop, not my choice, you. I don't like stuffing anyways, so, but stovetop is extra gross. Um, she says she will, but she's in the middle of something. Dan starts yelling about how she doesn't appreciate what he's doing and how ungrateful she is. It's pretty uncomfortable, but they but they shout back and forth. Situation settles down and dinner will be ready in about 45 minutes to an hour. Dan says his stomach is upset, so he goes home next door to lay down. Once the timer goes off, we take out the dinner, set the table. Dan's nowhere to be found. As today's chef, it seems rude to eat without him, but we don't want everything to get cold. We must have waited at least 
a half an hour for him to come back, but he didn't. Dad goes to check on him, and he's pretty much passed out, so we eat without him. Hours later, he comes back while we're watching planes, trains, and automobiles, and he says, Egg, <laughs> I think the eggnog was bad. Sure, Dan, the eggnog was bad. Yeah, that's the excuse. Yeah. Nice. Well done there, sir. I don't know. Like, oh, eggnog is so gross. Like, I don't care what you... It's disgusting. There's nothing you can add to it to make it tasty. It's just vile. My friend had me try, like, a a pumpkin spice eggnog the other day. He absolutely loves it. And I'm like, I hate eggnog. He's like, oh, no, it tastes like pumpkin pie. It's so good. It's so good. (sighs) Yeah, like, even, like, the the chocolate one or the red velvet one. I'm sorry. If it's got the word egg and nog in it, I'm just like, no. It tastes tastes like nutmeg milk. It's not okay. Mm -hmm. It's, It's thick nutmeg milk. It's gross. It's not okay. It's nasty. Right. All right. The first Thanksgiving we spent at my in-laws after we were married, I helped prep and serve food for 20 plus people. I ruined my sweet potatoes because I used salt instead of sugar. Oh, no. How do you use salt instead of sugar? They come in totally different fucking containers. And why are they don't you even using, look the same? Why are you using white sugar and not brown sugar right. on your sweet potatoes? That's not how you make sweet potatoes. She's probably the same twat waffle that puts raisins in her potato salad when she gets invited to a cookout. Well, um, if you're making broccoli salad, yes. Broccoli salad. No! I said potato salad, not broccoli. I thought you said salad. (laughs) No, potato salad. (laughs) Who puts fucking raisins in potato salad? I don't know. Some white chick got invited to a cookout with a bunch of... Not white people, and she brought potato salad with raisins in it. And so did she think that might? Add, did it. she like watch the California raisins and thought that might add soul? I don't know because the California I don't raisins know. are black. I don't know what the hell she was thinking. Oh god, she wasn't idiot, <laughs> right? <laughs> I mean, like the one broccoli salad you put raisins in, but like there's no oh you fucking gross. Ugh. All right, but <sighs> burned the rolls to. <laughs> <laughs> Burned the rolls to a crisp and then had to clean up with not a single person offering to help. Then my husband's aunt literally put cat food in her yogurt dessert. She thought it was grape nuts. How do you mix cat food and grape nuts? Cat food is like weird shapes. Grape nut looks like fish gravel. I don't know. God, why are people so dumb and how do they manage to keep living? I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. On Thanksgiving, raw is not a good option. No. The first year I spent Thanksgiving with my now in-laws, we went to my father-in-law's house. He always had a stuffed turkey. He would start at 6 a.m. so it would be ready in time for lunch. He had a brand new oven and set the timer to go off every two hours to baste the turkey. Seven hours later, seven hours later, (laughs) he was baffled to discover the turkey was still almost completely raw until he realized that pushing clear on his fancy new oven to stop the timer had also turned off the oven. You fucking moron. Did you not notice that when you pulled the turkey out of the oven that your oven wasn't still hot? Like when you opened the door, there was no heat coming out? I don't know. I don't know. Like seriously, this is like not, this is common bloody sense. Yes. like, these are people who don't know how to screw in a fucking light bulb. He, oh, and right there. <laughs> like, literally. The turkey had had cooked for two hours and then been off all day while he peri- periodically basted. How he didn't notice the lack of heat is beyond me. 
Needlessly to say, I always host Thanksgiving now and volunteer to do all the cooking. Right. You are not allowed in my kitchen any longer, sir. My first Thanksgiving after graduating from college, I decided to assist my mom in making a traditional dinner. It had been three years since we had done this as I had been away at college and my mom had gotten a divorce and didn't bother cooking a big meal for herself. Well, my mom preheated her oven, forgetting there was a pizza box with leftover pizza being stored in the oven. Needless to say, the pizza box caught on fire. And my mom ran through the house carrying the box outside with oven mitts. Yeah, not a good idea, folks. That's a good way to set your house on fire. Like, well, I mean, we put pizza boxes in the oven, too, but, like, we take them out. Yeah. I mean, or, like, we start to, like, smell the pizza box getting warm. Like, Mm -hmm. take it out before it catches on fire. I cannot tell you how many times... I had to save Juliana because she left something in the oven, like a a roasting pan. She Once it's done or whatever, she takes it and puts it in the oven and then completely forgets about it. Nobody does the dishes, anything like that. So there's old food. And then she turns the oven on and I'm like, what's that smell? And why is there smoke coming from the oven? Like two or three times when I first moved in. <laughs> I was like, you've got to stop doing that. <laughs> That's so sad. So here are our final three stories. One year, I made a beautiful chocolate cranberry tort, an apple tart, and a pumpkin molasses pie to take to my in-laws. Right before we left to drive there, I realized the pie pan, um, I realized the pie pan I had the pumpkin pie in would not fit in the carrier. In my single dumbest moment ever, I decided I could, <sighs> in my single dumbest moment ever, I decided I could flip the pie onto a plate and back into the carrier. Yeah. Needless to say, it was smashed. I cried. We didn't make it. So my consolation was eating crushed pie all week. No. <laughs> I mean... You still had two other pies, dude. I mean... If, why would you think you could flip a pie out of a pie pan? Like... Okay, so I make... Ooh, that reminds me. I make monkey bread in a bunt pan, okay? Uh-huh. I can't tell you how many times I have put it on surfaces that it doesn't fit on, thinking that it did, flipping mm-hmm. it upside down, and I lose <laughs> a lot of what I should not. So, I mean, I could see the way of thinking, like, okay, I'll just put this on here and it'll be okay, but... I mean, yeah. the pie is squishy. Mm-hmm. It's not a cake. I Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Our first child was born November 1st, and we decided not to go to my family's large Thanksgiving festivities in hopes of avoiding sickness. There Instead, you go. we smart pur- smart purple, mm-hmm. smart people. Instead, we planned to visit my in-laws who would have a much smaller group. Unfortunately, my brother-in-law ended up in the hospital, and my in-laws stayed with him for Thanksgiving. My husband My husband, new daughter, and I were at home Thanksgiving Day, but I really wanted some sort of Thanksgiving dinner. We got in the car and drove into town. We were so excited that Bob Evans had a full parking lot signaling they were open. Wrong. It was overflow parking for Walmart's Black Friday sale. The only place open was White Castle, which we like. So that was our first Thanksgiving Day dinner. Every Thanksgiving since, we now take a White Castle Crave case to the family's Thanksgiving as our only tradition. (laughs) 
That's awesome. <laughs> that is kind of cute. Yeah. So, here's our final story. In 2004, I was pregnant for the first time. Normally, I love Thanksgiving dinner, and at 28 weeks pregnant, I was ecstatic at the thought of all that home-cooked food. On the Wednesday before Thanksgiving, I found out I was already dilating, <laughs> already dilating, and ended up in the hospital on complete bed rest and an IV of magnesium sulfate and a liquid diet. Oh no! I had I had friends kind enough to bring plates to the hospital, not knowing I couldn't have them. My husband and mom ate them in my room. I had turkey broth. Three days later, my son was born. He'll be 11 this year, and I'm still reminded, I still remind him of how he made me miss out on Thanksgiving dinner. (laughs) (laughs) That kid's going to hit 16, and she's going to be like, you're cooking me dinner every day for the rest of my life. (laughs) Oh my gosh, that's terrible. Well, I hope everybody else has a much better Thanksgiving. I hope that Mm -hmm. these stories um, and cooking don'ts uh, help you to avoid pitfalls. Um, And as is a family tradition in the family of the Gilmores, that uh, a song that I've known since I was probably like, I don't know, a knee high to a weed. Please allow me to grace your ears one last time with this glorious moment. Oh, gobble, 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 fat turkey, fat turkey. Oh, gobble, 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 fat turkey are we. We're not here for living, we're here for Thanksgiving. So gobble, 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 fat turkey are we. Happy Thanksgiving! (laughs) We hope all of you have a wonderful and happy, safe Thanksgiving. If you do go out Black Friday shopping, please thank everyone that you interact with that is working. It is hard working retail. Tammy and I both know this. Hallelujah. both work at a Walmart toy department in a tiny town, and we have had people scream at us for Tickle Me Elmo, or Cabbage Patch Doll, or some other Furbies. ungodly toy. Furbies. Tamagotchis. Um, yeah. You name it. That dates us. <laughs> Maybe not, because, you know, they're back. I know. How old are we? Uh, apparently, we're old uh, enough for our generation to have their own section at Spirit Halloween. Blink. Blink. They even have, like, the butterfly hair clips. I know. How sad is that? That's like, sad. So, um, as, uh, and if you would like, <clears throat> you can find us on Instagram under Like Rabbit Holes. Uh, on Twitter, at Like Rabbit Holes. If you have some ideas or anything that you would like to share with us for the show, any thoughts, stories, tidbits, if you just want to tell us how much you love and adore us, we will <laughs> gladly listen to that. Uh, any emails you want to send us, you can email us at likerabbitholes at gmail.com. Wherever you are, have a wonderful morning, evening, or afternoon. Take care of yourselves and take care of each other. Mm-hmm. Bye! That was a long episode.